Hey y'all, welcome to Spirit Tea Talks Podcast with your spiritual big sis, Sin from Divine Hoops. Join me to spill the hottest spiritual tea about co-creation, Santissima Muerte, readings, healing, and everything else you can think of. I'm here to inspire you and help you tap into your most authentic and divine self. So join me in this walk of life and know that you're not alone in this spiritual awakening. To be in the know or learn more, follow me on Instagram at Divine Hoops. I have also resurfaced my apothecary, which has now been officially moved to divinehoops.com. For more insight, longer episodes, and behind the scenes, make sure to join my Patreon. See y'all soon. What's poppin' y'all? Welcome back to Spirit Tea Talks Podcast with your girl, Divine Hoops, where now you can catch me at divinehoops.com yet again, and Instagram, Divine Hoops, and TikTok, Divine Hoops lower slash. So, welcome back. (laughs) So, I wanted to come back because, y'all, I have been getting so many great uh, feedback and it definitely lights a fire under my ass to come back and do episodes because there's just been so many of you that have randomly found me on like Spotify or Apple podcast and came across my my show my show my episodes and um y'all ended up following me on Instagram or joining my rituals etc etc giving me feedback of like how much it has helped and that actually encourages me so much to actually keep doing what I'm doing and that's why I'm here I really wanted to come back and give you guys a small recap and just a little bit some some about Santissima Muerte (laughs) sprinkle sprinkle you feel me so I was looking for my microphone and I can't find it. I moved again, so I'm like finally settled and everything, but I can't find certain things. And I mean, did I really look? No, not really. I'm not going to lie to y'all. But I just wanted to come in here and just be like, girl, get to it, get to it. I literally just came off of um, TikTok Live so I just needed some ideas. I needed somebody to ask me like questions to see what we can talk about on today's episode. And if you guys didn't know, I was also a special guest on Hicanas versus Aliens, talking about Santa Muerte, my upbringing um, to my spirituality, and that was fun. I uh, shout outs to Joaquin Muerte and to my girl Ariel that uh, we were there together and just chopping it up. I can't wait to possibly even invite Joaquin on my podcast um, for him to be my very first special guest. So let's go ahead and kick this new season because that's what it feels like, you know? Like I never really, I stopped naming and numbering my episodes and such because to me, when i go through different seasons of life that's when i feel motivated to do episodes so welcome to the new season of uh, sin's life okay with santissima muerte riding shotgun every single time let me just say this real quick i literally packed my shit a few times now and 
whatever I had that was important, it came with me in my vehicle. And who was riding shotgun every single time? You fucking guessed it. Santísima Muerte. All my statues. Um, you know, and I never left her behind. I made sure that she was always there. You will never catch me not doing work or not seeing her. She is me. I am her. And I am more than proud and um, grateful for being a devotee of hers. And that's definitely what I needed to say because I was talking to Azriel not too long ago and, you know, telling me about the goals that he has in, in mind uh, for this year, which is very exciting. I can't wait to touch base with him again about it. And he was telling me, he's like, if you've noticed, like after COVID, um, there's been a couple of spiritual people that, you know, they call themselves spiritualists, but like stop doing work, you know, like they just stop you you stop seeing them and after he said that i was just like you know what now that he mentioned it i started looking and i'm just like yo there's been a lot of people that just like completely have gone mia i don't see them post work anymore they're back on their bullshit they're back on their hoe shit or they're just completely not there and um i mean i see it and to each their own everybody goes through their shit but he was telling me he's like um you can tell who's who's really devoted and who's just here for the clout. And, you know, he kind of gave me my roses and was just like, you never stop. He's like, yes, you take your breaks here and there. He's like, but you always come back. He's like, and that's what, like, I admire, which I fucking appreciate. Because I think it's necessary to take breaks. But for me, my breaks last no more than a month. And then I come back. And even then, I'm still, like, doing some sort of work because I just cannot stop working. So, again, be mindful who you go to for spiritual work, for spiritual advice. You don't know what type of demons they're fucking dealing with, especially if you all of a sudden don't see their altars, if all of a sudden you don't see their statues, if all of a sudden, like, you just see them moving around just quite, like, always partying again or just doing, you know, shit that, like, they weren't doing before but now it's a little bit more chaotic just be mindful and i say this all the time because oh my god don't let the type of the amount of uh, followers that they may have fool you into thinking like they're legit sometimes those are the most fakest so with that being said no further than do i am here to again talk about my santissima muerte and Let's go ahead and recap. I think this could help set the scene to what we should be talking about, right? So, my name is uh, Cynthia. I was born and raised in Jalisco, Mexico. Shout outs to Mexico. And I grew up Catholic. So, I have a very Catholic family. I really did have um, all my prayers narrowed down to the fucking T by the age of like, man, five, I want to say. 
Uh, my grandma was a catechism teacher, so she taught me a lot. And, you know, God was what it was. But to me, even as I got older, God didn't make sense to me the way that now God makes sense. But, oh, hold on, y'all. Let me put on my necklace. Um, so growing up Catholic and, like, breaking that think I really even broke out of it I have kind of adjusted to what I learned in catechism and my catholic ways into my now practice um so if that's something that really speaks volumes to you that yes it may not really make sense breaking that um there's a term for it breaking that um maybe spiritual trauma i'm not sure if i'm even correctly saying that but there is a term of like uh religious religious trauma uh you know i i've seen it happen i've seen it firsthand i've seen it with myself i've seen it with others that like grew up catholic and they break out of the stigma of like what is being catholic and being more tapped in into santa muerte right and you start to question everything and exposing everything and realizing like all the years that like we've learned it at church you know was such like just fake in a way because now you're being criticized for doing the same things basically but now in a, in a way that doesn't is not in the norm like for example you know going to church every sunday you know going to church makes you you know holier than thou and you know being in the presence of god and everything else um to me my home is my church i know i said this to my mom once um because she's still very weirded out about me with Santa Muerte. The rest of my family doesn't question it, doesn't get scared, doesn't be like, get away from that stuff. They don't. Um, They respect it enough for them to never talk ill about Santisima Muerte, which I appreciate. But my mom, on the other hand, is just a little different. But I have told her before, like, you know, my house is my church and that's my sanctuary. And at the end of the day, that's what our homes should be. That should be our place to find peace and be at peace. When starting with Santa Muerte, there's just a lot of misconceptions and, you know, what it is that needs to be done, how to handle it. And again, being from a religious background, breaking that stigma of, you know, what is God? Who is God? Um, For starters, then realizing that God is everything around us. God God is within us. God is you. God is me. You know, uh, we have that power and the ability that we once, you know, might have prayed for. And instead of giving somebody or someone or something that type of power is realizing that the power is within us. And 
when it comes to becoming a devotee to Santa Muerte is still knowing that the power is within us. But now we have a very strong source that can help us elevate that power into our highest desires. Because if we put in the work, that's how we are able to manifest and co-create. It's not easy to start off the journey with Santa Muerte or with any deity per se. But we're talking about Santa Muerte here. It took me a while. It took me my nine months of being pregnant plus and plus some months after to really even decide, not decide, but prepare for her. Okay, I, I did my, my research. I made sure that I was prepared for it because everywhere that I read, it was saying to come correct and to be dedicated dedicated which a lot of people unfortunately fall short of and again everybody can take their breaks everybody goes through things and such but um when it comes to having a devotion to her you should never ever 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 leave her astray okay ever so how do you begin what are the offerings that you need to give and we'll go from there okay because i know those are the most asked questions is how do you even start and again just like i mentioned doing your research me myself i did a lot of research i read a lot of books and again do not rely on all the books that you read or anything of that sort, it, it, you know, rely on your energy, rely on, you know, connecting with her. But I read a lot of books. I read a lot of articles. I went through YouTube video after YouTube video after YouTube video. And now, fortunately enough, for those who are now more intrigued, you'll find more on TikTok, on, on Instagram, um, talking about her. And, and even then, and even then, like I've mentioned, be mindful on who you get your information from. Make sure that you actually see them do work. Make sure that you see them actually being respectful towards her. Make sure that you see her. And if they are actual devotees, for them to kind of have receipts about it, you know. Um, there's people that I can say that there's spiritual people um, who are amazing um, and even have her tatted on them but they don't they don't preach into like yes ask me questions about santa muerte you know they just like you wouldn't know you wouldn't know that they were devotees and there's some devotees like that there's spiritual people like that but they take it into a different realm um the person that i'm picturing here is um jaylissa who is uh, i'm i love her i'm obsessed with her um She's amazing. She has her tatted on her. She had told me. She even reached out to me on TikTok and was just like, I appreciate and admire your devotion to Santa Muerte. Like, I, like, started with Santa Muerte. I, she's like, I'm not as devoted as you are. She's like, but I respect her. I love her. But she doesn't promote it, like, you know, of her doing that stuff. Because she just doesn't do that kind of stuff. Um, at least to the public. So what she does for the public instead is more of Reiki healing and tarot readings. 
So everybody is different, but she's not out here, you know, trying to scam people or trying to misinform people or preach, you know, to the choir. So you also have to be very mindful too on like how 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 deep you're trying to go. There's levels. There's levels to devotion to Santa Muerte, um, but once you're in, you're in. Okay. Um, there's so many people that I've seen on TikTok that. I think it was last year that there was just so many. I don't even know where the hell they came from, where they were like bashing her, like, "Oh, I was a devotee of Santa Muerte, and just my life what got so fucking fucked up and twisted, and I went back to the Lord and in God Jesus' name, Amen. I rebuke her, and it's just like, whoa, like you must have done some fucking fucking shit. There's some demons inside of you that she was trying to." help you out with and instead of not so much embracing it but understanding it you bashed her and you abandoned her and one thing you don't do is ever abandon her that's just that and that's one major key just know once you're in you're in and it's not too put fear but it's to understand that like this is serious this is not something that you pick up and then you put away she is not a toy to just ask her for what you need get it and then leave her like what makes you think you're not about to get that shit stripped away times 10 i'm personally seeing somebody you know in the back seat i'm in the back seat just looking this person really 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 i think they really fucked up i haven't even told azriel about it i'm actually just remembering now to like even tell him like yeah no (laughs) yo but this person was all over social media and doing so much work and quite honestly i low-key kind of got some tips from this person because you know when you're in the spiritual community you kind of learn from one another and just like oh well let me see if i can try that and make it into my own mix you know that's the beauty about spiritual community that you can kind of mix shit up anyways um this person was just very very much popping during during quarantine uh time and you know was mm, kind of bragging a lot about you know making so much money with their spiritual work which first that's tacky you shouldn't be really saying the numbers and shit like that that you're making like that's just weird that's weird um and you know putting it out there that you know she was she worked with santa muerte and you know doing these big great rituals and great things and just everything was so great for her and um slowly things started being stripped away from her just slowly 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 and playing it off like everything was you know it's in divine timing it's and it is in divine timing it is but i started noticing the disrespect and the lack of effort that she was actually putting towards santa muerte and her altar and her setup her spiritual work her spiritual rooms her all of it i just started noticing and i'm like baffled because like how are you saying that you're making so much money but i am seeing little to none effort being put to taking care of your spirit guide 
that's a red flag. Um, and now, have I seen them post Santa Muerte? Have I seen their altar? Have they moved around? Oh, yeah, they've moved around plenty. There's no real establishment with them at the moment. And that's another thing. If you abuse the power that she gives you, she's going to take that shit away. And I think I'm witnessing firsthand somebody that I actually kind of know having that shit stripped away from them because I, I'm seeing it. So again, this is not to be played with. This is not something where you can try to get money from it. This is not a fucking game. Like, it's just, it's not. I am incredibly grateful that I was able to make such a beautiful relationship with her and become just one with her. And yes, that I have my moments where like I may step away for a little bit. And I even come back and just like apologize, get on my knees and apologize and cry. And I'm just like, I'm sorry if I was neglectful. I am sorry if like my my moods and my stress got the bet like the best of me. Like I still know that even to this day, like when I am stressed and going through it, I have to come to my altar and let my worries being left in my altar. Coming from somebody who struggles with even opening up to people to see if anybody's actually going to help. That's kind of why I don't do it as often. But I'm, you know, doing better now. But that's also the beauty of it when you start with her. Is knowing that, like, you can go to her and talk to her and just be like, oh my god, I'm stressed. Help me. Like, she, will, she won't leave you. She won't leave you. She's going to help you. <laughs> so, definitely keeping that in mind. Um, offerings, right? So now that you have done your research, now that you are comfortable and sure of this path. Oh, before we jump into offerings, I had somebody ask me on my live, um, which statue should I start with? And just like I tell anybody, everybody's answer may be different. A lot of the elders may tell you the white one. You should always start with the white one or with the three color one or a reversal one or a seven color one, whatever the case may be. I started with a seven color one. Did I choose her? No, I didn't choose her. My best friend actually was the one that got me my first statue as a thank you. <laughs> a story that I can say and maybe 10, 20 years from now I might be able to talk about why I was gifted this Santa Muerte and I think the way that like she represented her to me when she gifted her to me was completely and amazingly beautiful it's a Santa Muerte with wings. And she told me, um, you know, I promised you I was going to get you a Santa Muerte from Mexico. She's like, she is made in Mexico. Um, I checked with the Botanica. 
and it's a seven color one she's like i got you the seven colors because she just she just got she was drawn to her she was like it was between the seven color one or the red one she's like so the seven color one called out to her for her to be gifted to me and she's just like um i love i love this one in particular because she shows more of her womanly like her feminine figure and then she's the way that she's holding the globe like you know you always say that nobody has given you the world but i know that she will give you the world she's like and i love that she has wings because she represents like a guardian angel and to me like you have been guarding me and i know that you will always like have my back so the way that my first santa muerte was gifted to me was just like it means the absolute world to me okay and it wasn't um and i know everybody's gonna go through a different a different way about it um if you yourself want to go ahead and buy one you definitely can you don't have to wait for somebody to gift you one um so i would recommend again (laughs) either a white one first yes of course and or a seven color one but but if you have dreamt about a specific color or there's a specific santa muerte that is calling out to you and she's just not leaving you alone and that happens a lot because she does that she really she calls out to you she calls out to you and you cannot she cannot leave your mind whatsoever um so i say go for whatever one really calls out to you like if you go to the botanica or if you go to azria's page and there's just one that like you know you're like all right let me just sleep on it a lot of us do that let me tell you a lot of us that have like multiple statues and we see one and we're like "Mm, let me sleep on it and then you sleep on it and you dream about it. <laughs> and then now you're just like, I'm going batshit crazy. I gotta have her. Um, that happens. So definitely what whichever one makes you feel like you gotta have her, you gotta have her. That's the one that you gotta start with then. Um, but definitely do your research about the colors that you're starting off with. Um, every single Santa Muerte has a different personality, I like to say. Uh, they all are very different and unique and they bring something different for you to work with when you are ready for her to be worked with um now that you have your statue right and you're learning about how to work with that statue a specific color and again you may not find all this information on your little santa muerte book nine times out of ten you're not going to find um what you're looking for We got cut off. I don't know if I pressed a button, but I think I did. Anyways, so uh, speaking about books, you might not find everything that you are wanting into that book, but I, I know Azriel just came out with a book. If I'm, if I am not mistaken, so I would definitely just trust him with his book, honestly. But again, everything comes from experience, such and such. So now that you have your statue and uh maybe a place for her now let me talk about placements there shouldn't be any other saints there shouldn't be any other deities you should not be sharing your space with any other spirits 
I can understand if you may be sharing a space with somebody, um, like somebody else that you live with, family, roommates, etc., etc. Um, but just find a space for her. Um, I know I've seen people that have like bookshelves, and every cubby they have different like spirits and such. And that's that's great and all, but it just something just doesn't sit well with me when I see a bookshelf of different uh, spirits, different deities, and like Santa Muerte is one of them, and she may be like at the bottom or in the middle. <sighs> just get her her own space, get her her own bookshelf, if like that's what it takes. If you don't really have a lot of room, make fucking room. You always can make room. Trust me, as somebody that has moved from place to place, I always made sure that my Santissima like always had space, even if it was a small space, because I was moving so much. Like I never allowed her to share space with anybody because I know better. And you know, people say like, oh, she's not a jealous. Uh, jealous saint she is a very jealous saint she she likes her own space and as she should she carries a lot of power so have a space for her even if it's a small space that does not have to be big over time yes it should grow into something beautiful and grand but um if you're starting completely fine start with the small one it does not matter as long as you start and have your space clean so make sure you clean the space have a little cloth underneath her because she should not be in just like a table. Like you should have cloth on her. Um, now that you have her, offerings that you should be giving her are coffee, coffee, water, tequila, flowers, cigarettes, and a candle. That's the basics. Incense. If you can't for whatever reason, light incense, because I've been there. Um, you know, scented candles. You know, like little tea light candles. You may see those scented candles on like the 99 cent stores, Dollar Tree. Uh, you can give her that. Um, if you can't light candles whatsoever, get her like small LED lights that you can place in the altar to just kind of give light to her. Again, I've been there. I got some on Amazon that I can put on the wall or like at the bookshelf inside the bookshelf I would put the light um if you can't give her real roses or real flowers for whatever reason I just had somebody actually say that on my life and I was just like oh I didn't even think about that um I guess fake flowers are fine just you know maybe rotate them switch them up here and there just so she has something exciting every now and then i know that when i first started i would get her still real flowers and fake flowers the fake flowers were more for decoration and just kind of make her altar look prettier so as long as you're respectful and you keep her altar clean and you you go to her as much as you can um, and come to her correctly and then after that, I would still be doing research. I would be learning prayers. I would be writing, typing, whatever the case may be about how to invoke her, what type of prayers to do. We have our daily prayers. We have our invocation prayers. And um, just the ones that you should be doing. 
as well and then understanding that once you are you know starting your your journey with her they're going to be uh novenas novenas are nine days nueve novenas that's why it's called novena uh it's, it's nine days from the first to the ninth of every month and during this time is when you can ask her for anything that you're wanting to manifest wanting needing help with and are in your in your desires what you need not so much of what you want these are the times where you really need to tap into your desires of need and ask her for it um i did have somebody tell me like what if i don't have anything to ask her that's completely fine there's been some times where i don't really have anything to ask her but i still do my novenas and instead of like you know say my petition i say a letter of a thank you for what she's done and how much i love her and appreciate her so i've done that um i got a journal as well to when novenas uh when novenas do come around i write my petition on there and um, i like to look back on it some people write it put it in a candle burn it uh, towards the end of the novena but uh, that's just how i do it i write my novenas uh petitions on uh, a notebook dedicated to her and i do this so years that go by i can look back and see how much she's actually like you know gave me and be even more grateful and hopefully pass that uh, notebook and journal down to my daughters, to my children's. And um, yeah, so they can see that and learn from it. The grimoires are very important too. Grimoire is like a journal where you can write um, your spells, anything that comes into mind for you to have. And, you know, something might have worked for you, something that didn't work for you to kind of have that as well. That's very important. Journaling is very, 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 very important. Did you hear me? Journaling is very, 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 very important and a key to being in your spiritual hygiene and understanding this lifestyle. I can't stress that enough. Even when people first start with tarot and I tell them, you should journal. I'm like, mm, yeah, mm, yeah. And it's just like, God, like, please do. Like, I still have my journals for when I first started doing tarot readings, when I first started doing spell work, when I first became a devotee, I have journals, like multiple, okay? And there's times where I even go back and I'm just like, whoa, like, it's so important and these are your legacy like this is the legacy that's going to go down for your children as well if you want them to learn it's not just for you it's for your lineage it's for the generations that are yet to come imagine if you had journals if you had grimoires of your ancestors and the the spiritual practices that they did it would cut back time for you to understand and just be more in tune so it's very important for you to start a journal journals and have them dedicated to certain things dedications to novenas dedications to petitions dedications to candle work dedications to manifestations dedications to tarot readings dedications to anything in life it's very fucking important so i hope you somebody understands this and it's just like all right let me go on amazon and fucking order me a journal and a pen so I can get this popping, you know, and as you should, sis, as you should, or brother. Um, I think that is just 
the simplest thing that I can talk about when it comes to Santa Muerte. And um, please don't abandon her. I I don't know. I, I, I had just one person in my career of doing this actually asked me like, what do I do with my statues? I am no longer a devotee and I want to be respectful. And it's just like, I can't help you. I can't help you with something that I have never done. I can't help you with something that I've never experienced. I just, I can't. I can't. So, a lot of people may tell you, break it, bury it, return it, give it to botanicas. Don't know. Take it to a church, take it to a cemetery. I, I don't know. I, and I just hope that your life doesn't crumble. Or, I mean, I mean, and I'm telling you, I am seeing it firsthand. Somebody that I kind of know, seeing them in shambles right now. Seeing them in shambles. And then when I asked, like, oh, where's, where's your statues? What was happening to your altar? You know, their, their excuses that they gave me. I felt it in my in my bones. I'm just like, you fucking abandoned her. Like, no. Crazy. Um, hopefully this helps. And again, uh, when it comes to Santa Muerte, I don't know how else to say it, but she's just done such great, great things. And again putting in that work also helps you know um when i first started i was very loud very vocal very you know bitch you don't want to fuck with me because you don't know who who's behind me and you don't want to touch me and you don't want to you know i was very um loud about it and then as i matured and grew up and grew um a stronger relationship with my spirit team calladita calladita because sometimes it doesn't need to be loud to be understood or felt through I think that's what this year has taught me in general is just that yes, I want people to treat me with respect and yes, I want people to not be so ignorant to the hurt that they may be doing to me and feeling like this is silly. Um, and I can tell you personally, like in my experience, like I actually had an ex um my recent ex you know laugh at me when i would tell him like she gonna get you because she was already getting you and he laughs and that's what like <laughs> made me like fucking fuming in the mouth like you fucking laugh at her and laugh at the pain that you have caused but again i've learned that keep that laugh keep it you gonna need it because the last laugh at the end of the day is the one who stays 
calm, well-preserved, and knows that they don't really got to do much. And that's fine. And I really say this because I see a lot of new devotees being, I don't know, it's just, and I, I get it. You love her, you admire her, you show out for her, but you don't need to bark loud. Trust. You just need to learn her and be there for her and understand yourself and help let her help you heal your traumas and such. Mommy's beautiful and she is the most amazing mother I have ever ever had and I can't I can't imagine my life without her. This is something that I really want to ingrain in people is the fact that once you start and you are in the right path and you're doing the right things and you're trying to become better, like genuinely trying, you will see a huge shift. And you may be fighting with demons inside where it'll fucking be tearing you up into pieces, but be rest assured that like she will bring out the best. Uh, even people sometimes, you know, question her like why would you allow this to happen why why did this have to happen and i can tell you that it hasn't happened to me at least not yet and i i and, I, and I'm, i'm sure of my faith and i am sure of her that if something that could be very horrible to me in my life that i don't turn to her and be like why did you do this why i haven't had that where i question her because i know that like whatever she has in store for me is for something better to happen or something that's more in alignment with me or something that i need i never question her why even when i was in my darkest times and i i just i wouldn't question her Because it's just like, I, I got to get my ass up and trust the process. And, you know, sometimes when we're feeling very, very low in our, in our life, it's always good to have a strong spirit guide that is going to uplift you and know that like, it's going to be okay. You just got to have faith and you got to trust. Talk to her. Talk to her like you would talk to your best friend, to your mom. Talk to her. I know that like when I first started, that's all she ever wanted from me. And you you know when she's talking to you. I, I remember somebody that had asked me when I first started this. It's like, how do you know that she's talking to you? And it wasn't in a disrespectful way. It was just like, well, how, how do you know? And it's just like, well, how do you know when God talks to you? How do you know when you're subconscious is speaking to you when your gut feeling is talking to you it's being connected with yourself to know that like these messages that you're receiving are not your own but somebody else's and the more you grow closer to her the more you'll know that like she is there and again this relationship with her can only get stronger by actually 
talking to her, praying to her, and upkeeping her altar. And it's not just giving her shots of tequila or just a glass of water. It's nurturing her. It's loving her. It's becoming one with her. It's not just these little moments and expecting her to constantly be there or talk to you or grant you what you're wishing for is putting in the work. You can't be out here saying that your hija or hijo de Santísima Muerte when you're neglecting her and barely even nurturing her. You can't do that. You just can't. Do better. Be better. And if you know that you don't have the time or the mental space to be consistent with upkeeping with her and having a relationship with her then just don't wait it out and see if that's something that you still want to do when you are ready it's like just having any other relationship like you you wouldn't want to jump into a relationship knowing that you are just not in it you know that you're going to cause more harm than good to the both of you and it's the same with her because you're going to fall in love with her you're going to want to give her so much and if you're not in that place then don't if you know that right now you do need her and you do you know you need her then start slow but stay consistent and when you become more consistent and stay consistent then your relationship with her will grow Ask questions, follow the right people. And again, I've stressed this enough to so many of my clients. And one of them actually recently, I've done work for her. Um, She told me, she's just like, yo, I am just sticking with you. And um, she has actually done work with that particular person that I was saying that like was just popping a few years ago. And she had even told me like, you know, I rather work with you because now i'm seeing the differences and it's just like yeah i'm not here to even tell you like hey this person so and so and so like no i'm gonna let you figure it out and if you feel called out to still stick with them then who am i to tell you no but if you feel comfortable enough to come to me and you know just make that transition even fucking better because now we can actually work and do it the right way and give your life a little bit more sazon, a little bit more meaning to it and get it get it popping and what i recommend and especially if you're hearing this and you haven't done work or you have done work uh whether it's with me or with somebody else but mostly if you haven't done work with me period um shoot me a dm like hey i have some issues i have some problems what can I do? But and before you actually shoot me that DM, and if you're hearing this, what you can do is book a reading. If you're a first-time client, you get $10 off your first reading with me um, through my website. And that way, uh, we're able to kind of communicate and get to know each other. I would honestly prefer for you to also shoot me a DM and be like, hey, I just booked the reading. Um, because then... A lot of the times I want to send voice memos 
it just it helps me kind of interact with you better so um so yeah so i i would rather you shoot me a dm so we can do it that way um i might end up doing like little youtube videos and sending them that way for whenever i do readings um and we can get started that way um i would definitely always recommend booking a reading first to then seeing what type of work we need to do how to get how to go about it what are your concerns what are what is troubling you if you have uh, questions or concerns about santa muerte and you for whatever reason can't reach asriel um definitely hit me up I, I i honestly feel so incredibly blessed that a lot of you who try to reach out to asriel end up reaching out to me and it's just like hey like i can't get a hold of asriel could you be able to help me i just want y'all to know how much i fuck with y'all and how much i love y'all for even thinking of me after trying to get in contact with asriel because that is one of the highest highest compliments i could ever fucking receive is the fact that like i'm up there with somebody who is just incredible so i am very thankful and i take you guys so serious every time you guys ask me for any kind of questions or concerns i've actually even helped a client and i'm currently helping this client with um breaking a hex where like he wasn't able to do his manly duties and we're seeing progress and i am so fucking over the moon because this man has gone through so much shit that i'm able to actually help him and remove whatever bullshit was being brought to him any misfortunes and you know all of that and i take what i do very seriously i really do am trying to even do more and better things because this is this is my life and i made a devotion to santisima to make a difference and to uplift people and to share her beauty so again once we get in touch with each other and if there's something that you just been feeling to do and you're just being drawn out to me then we can get some shit popping okay and we can be long time fucking beautiful um acquaintances and again everything um i'm updating my website tomorrow tomorrow is sunday so i'm updating my website tomorrow and monday uh with new work my website is back up and running like i mentioned so everything is there uh there are some specials that i do run on my instagram that are just instagram based they won't be popping up into my website um more personable rituals i rather we talk to make sure that we understand each other to make sure that we are good to work with each other that we're a good fit that we're a good match and you know understanding one another hopefully this helps i'll definitely try to post more and i say this all the time but let me tell you again like when i have new seasons of lot of life i really do try to speak out to it and let y'all know that like this is a new season <laughs> but since we're in this new season and we're about to approach the first i think it's um appropriate to restart and i'm about to grow my altar bigger uh this coming month as well 
which means that my love is growing again. My heart is getting bigger and bigger for Santissima. And um, yeah, man, I just, and yes, every statue has a different meaning. A different statue has different ways to work with them. And if you guys didn't know, I'm going to end this podcast here. I am working on a learning curriculum. Okay. I tried to do this before with Patreon. Didn't have the time um, back then to really, really teach and do my one-on-ones. However, my time has been more freed up. (laughs) And for some reason... Some things are not hitting, and I think this is why. So um, I'm trusting the process. I am coming with a masterclass that I will be teaching at my local botanica out here. And I am extremely thankful for them because they're giving me this opportunity. They trust me that much and believe in me to, um, to start my own masterclass. If it doesn't fall through with the botanica for whatever reason, maybe if if it's more personable, personal for me to just kind of not do it that route, because I do also want to live stream it. I also want to do videos, so those who are not local can still have access to my masterclass. So if that's what happens, I might end up going that route. Um, but. I'm just letting y'all know it is a work in progress right now of what I should teach. So if you guys have any suggestions of what it is that you guys may want to learn, I'm open to it. But I think right now what I'm leaning towards is more so of candle magic and altar setups because that is such key for me um, to do. And again, if you're one of my clients, you do not become dependent on me and my magic. I do also try to help you and teach you a thing or two for you to do on your own if you feel comfortable. I do have some clients that just like refuse and just feel more comfortable with me doing the work and that is fine. But little do they know that there's certain tips and advice that I give them, they end up doing it and it's just like little did you know that you just did your own magic. Haha. <laughs> but <laughs> I do try to motivate and um, have my clients also learn a thing or two for what to do for themselves. And again, what may work for me may not work for you, but it's all about adjusting and switching things up. So again, your girl is doing some things and coming up with plans and i know i've said it before there's big things coming and they're still on the way they're still loading and it's just about whether or not i'm actually going to go for them or switch it up so catch me on divinehoops.com to follow and learn more about group rituals about any updates that you may need for any readings, for any advice, for some little divine pew, pew, El Barrio vibes, I'm there. And again, Instagram, I do post a lot of specials. Um, so tap in right now. All of my seven day candles that I create, that I make are 25. And those who know, know that a lot of my candles don't even start till like at 35 and up so this is a good it's a good deal and 
quite honestly, I think I am completely booked for next week for candle work. Yeah, I think I have about 20 candles that I'm going to be lit in my altar by next week. So if you want to tap in, tap in now because I might end up buying more. And again, my altar is growing anyhow. So yeah, tap in. And if you've been needing something, don't hesitate to ask. Um, don't play in my DMs though. Like if you really don't, don't got it, then don't, you don't got it. But like, if you need a little bit of advice here and there, I might be able to help you. If you need to vent and just have a full on session with me, make sure to book, um, over the phone consultations, over the phone readings. Cause honestly, that is just a, a best way. Not only do we get to communicate and talk with each other, like we're friends, I'm able to pull cards. I'm able to even light a candle during our session to see what the energy is like if you need it. So again, make sure to go on divinehoops.com, follow me on Instagram and TikTok. Um, and I'll see you guys later. Thank you so much for listening, tuning in and for being so fucking amazing. Adios. Thank you.